What's up? This is Hector Nahara, and you're listening to Running to Win. Hey, welcome back to the seventh episode. I'm glad that you could tune in. I'm very thankful for everyone that takes the time to listen to these episodes, and I pray that they are a blessing to each and every one of you. You know, even if it impacts one person, then then my job is is good. My job is done. But yeah, I'm glad to be back with you guys for the seventh episode. And I believe that God has placed a very important topic on my heart for this episode. And it has to do with identity. And the title of this uh, episode podcast is Who Does God Say That I Am? And I believe that this is very important because oftentimes, you know, as just as human beings, we often believe like what other people think of us, like what our family members think of us, what our friends think of us. And sometimes, you know, you're going to listen to your parents or your your family members. If they think something is going on with you, obviously that's normal. But there's people that build their identity on what other people think about them. And that is where, you know, that is where a lot of people are, are wrong. Because you shouldn't base your identity on what a person thinks about you. You shouldn't base your identity on what your family members that aren't saved think about you. You shouldn't, you shouldn't base your identity on what the world thinks about you. You honestly shouldn't listen to what anybody uh, says in order for them to try to form your identity. The only person that you should listen to is God. The only place where you should find your identity is in the Word of God. But oftentimes people do not remember what God calls them. You know, they forget what God calls them and it messes up their their everything. It messes up their identity and it messes up their self-value because they begin to devalue themselves. And it's a very dangerous thing because when you forget what God calls you, when you forget what God brought you out of, then, you know, you're digging yourself in a hole and we shouldn't live life like that, forgetting what God called us or even, you know, listening to what our friends think about us, people who aren't even saved, people who aren't walking in the will of God. That is why it is so important to have constant communication with the Lord and read your Bible on a daily basis. And these are things, you know, that I struggle with as well. Like I'm not that good at reading my Bible every day. I have to like set reminders on my phone that you know to bug myself to annoy myself but i have to do it because it's 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 like practice the more you do it the better you get at it and just like prayer the more you do it the better you get at it but it is something that we have to continue to do so that we don't forget what god calls us so that is what i want to talk about in this episode is who does god say that i am and i want to read second corinthians chapter 5 second corinthians chapter 5 um, verses 14 to 17. And it says, Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we all have died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for, the, live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. Verse 16. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life 
has begun. And this is, you know, this should be encouragement for everybody that is in Christ. The Bible says that everyone that is in Christ is a new creation. You are a new person. Your old person, whoever you were BC before Christ, it literally doesn't matter. No matter how many times people try to bring it up like, oh, remember those things you did when you were quote unquote not in church or remember those things you did when you were partying it up or remember those things you did when you were a little younger a few years ago. See, like those things, it doesn't matter because if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Verse 17, it says anyone who belongs to Christ has has become a new person. And it continues. It says the old life is gone. Your old life is gone. Doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you said. It doesn't matter those, you know, those things that you were tied into that sin. It doesn't matter. The Bible says a new life has begun for those who are in Christ. You are a new creation. So do not listen to what people try to say about you. Do not listen with those mockers, those you know, I, I I don't want to use the word haters, but those people who, you know, they try to keep you at their level. Don't listen to those people because Christ, God has given you a new life. And that is the important thing. We must focus on what God thinks of us. We must focus on what the Bible says about us, because if we focus on what other people think about us, then we will always remain stagnant. And that is a dangerous position to live in as a Christian and not just as a Christian, but but as a human being, it is dangerous to stay the same we the bible says that we have to renew our minds every single day so don't listen to what people say keep moving forward keep your eyes on christ and run the race that god has set in front of you because god has given you a new identity god made you a new creation he literally took away your old dna he took away your old identity and he gave you a new one he took away your past and he has enabled you to walk in a God-given future. He took away your original nature and gave you a godly new nature. You are not the same person you were before you came to the feet of Christ. You are not the same person you were before you came to God. You are not the same person you were before you came and God transformed you and filled you filled you with his spirit. If you are in Christ, you are a new creation. So it is important that we do not forget what God thinks about us. We do not forget what the Bible calls us. And in this episode, I want to talk about a few of those things that God calls us because the Bible speaks about some identities that, you know, are enabled to us as co-heirs of the kingdom of God, because the Bible calls us joint heirs in Christ. So we receive new identity. But not only that, if you are in Christ, you are a son, you are a daughter of God. You are a daughter of a king, and if you are a son or daughter of a king, that means that you are an heir to the kingdom. And we have inherited new identities through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the sacrifice that he made on the cross. We can have access to new identities, just like we can have access to eternal life, just like we can have access to heaven. We now have entry. We now have access to new identities. And I think one of the the most important ones is free. An identity, something that God calls you is free. The first point is free. You are free. Romans chapter 6, verse 6, it says, We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. You 
are innocent from your penalty of sin. If you are in Christ, you no longer have to pay a penalty for your sin. You are no longer a slave to sin. But if you receive Christ in your heart, the Bible says that you were crucified to the Christ so that the power of sin may lose its power in your life. If Jesus lives on the inside of you, then you are not a slave to anything anymore. You are free. You are like a citizen who has freedom. We have freedom in Christ. Through his sacrifice, through the cross, we have freedom. We can now walk in freedom. And it's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ, Christ spilt on the cross. Because if, if it wasn't for his sacrifice, if it wasn't for God, what God did on that cross, we would have to pay the penalty for our sin and we wouldn't be able to live the lives that we live now. But we are now free of the penalty of our sins. But just because we are free, it doesn't mean that we can do whatever we want. Just because you're free, it doesn't mean that you can do whatever you want. Just like the earthly laws or the laws we have here. I live in Oklahoma, so the laws we have here. Yeah, I'm a free citizen of this country. I'm a citizen of this state. I'm a citizen of this city. But I can't just do whatever I want. There are laws instituted for my protection. And if I break those laws, I'll get a penalty. I'll get a ticket. I'll have to serve jail time. You know, whatever the case may be. And that is how it is in God's kingdom. You're free. You're free to do whatever you want. I mean, you literally can do whatever you want. But the Bible says that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial for you. Not everything is good for you. And those are the, those are things that God tries to protect you from, from. And this is in the New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. It says, you say, I am allowed to do anything. But not everything is good for you. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. So just because we are free doesn't mean we can do whatever we want. Christ, God has set regulations and they're, they're not to limit us, but they're to protect us. Just like the laws we have here in our state. A lot of people don't like the laws, but those laws aren't here to limit us. Those laws are here to protect us. Not everything is beneficial for you. There's a lot of people that say, well, I'm under grace or, well, you know, God paid the price and he covers all of my sins, past, present and future. But that's not the way that we should look at things. We should strive to live holy lives. We should strive to live lives that honor God. We should strive and not only strive, but live lives that honor God. What the Bible calls sin is still sin. And we must not walk on the fine line of those things we must not walk on the edge we have to live a life that honors god we are free but we must obey god in everything that we do we have to obey god it is beneficial for us it benefits you in every aspect of life if you obey god if you do what the bible says then you shall be blessed and that is the second point that I want to touch on. The Bible calls you blessed. God calls you blessed. And a blessing is something that is for your benefit. So if God wants us blessed, but in order to be blessed, we have to do what God tells us to do, 
We have to live a life according to the word of God. We have to live a godly life. And we have to remember we're not living for ourselves. But we're living on this earth to represent God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. The Bible says that we are ambassadors of Christ. We are ambassadors of God here on this earth. And if you're an ambassador, it means that you represent God. And if you represent God, you have to live according to his word. And that is how we will be blessed. If we, if we do what God says, we will be blessed. We must follow the laws that God has given us. And it's not laws like the Old Testament. I mean like the law of sowing and reaping. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. And that is how the kingdom of God works. If you sow obedience, God will give you blessing. Listen to what Psalm chapter 1 verse 1 through 3 say. It says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the river bank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. They prosper in all that they do. So if we obey God, if we listen to God, then we will be blessed, we will prosper in everything that we do. The highest form of honoring God, the Bible says, is obedience. The Bible said that the Bible says that God honors obedience over sacrifice. So we have to obey what God calls us to do. We must honor God with our obedience and he will repay us very good because he is a good God and blessing comes from faithfully obeying God. If we faithfully obey God, then we will live a blessed life. If we faithfully follow the word of God, if we faithfully do what God says, then we will live a blessed life in everything we do. We will have prosperity in every aspect of life, financial, spiritual, and everything. We will have prosperity in everything that we do. So we must do what God tells us to do. Because if we are in Christ, we are new creations. And if we are new creations, it means that we, doesn't, we don't live for ourselves anymore, but we live for God. We live a life to honor God. And another thing that the Bible calls you is an heir. You are an heir of the kingdom of God. In Ephesians chapter 3 verse 6 it says, And this is God's plan. Both Gentiles and Jews who believe the good news share equally in the riches inherited by God's children. Both are, the, both are a part of the same body and both enjoy the promise of blessings because they belong to Christ Jesus. Galatians chapter 4 it says, Now you are no longer a slave but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. What are we heirs to? And the answer is we are heirs to eternal life. We, in, we are now able to inherit the new heavens and the new earth that will happen after God comes for his children. We can inherit the kingdom of God now. But not only that, not only that, there's a reward for following God. In this life, we can have a reward for following God. We can receive all the promises that the Bible has for us because we are children of the King. We have a kingly heritage. We are a part of God's lineage. Hebrews 9, 15, it says, 
That is why he is the one who mediates a new covenant between God and people so that all who are called can receive the eternal inheritance God has promised for them. For Christ died to set them free of the penalty of the sins they had committed under the first covenant. So if you are in Christ, once again, you are free of the penalty of sin. And not only that, but you can receive the eternal inheritance God has promised for each and every person that answers the call. So through Jesus, we are now assigned privileges that we were not able to obtain before. Before, we were sinners. But the Bible in 2 Corinthians, it calls you the righteousness of God. If you are in Christ, you are no longer a sinner. You are no longer a sinner. You are the righteousness of God. So don't let anyone ever try to tell you that you're a sinner. Don't let anyone try to bring you down. Don't let anyone try to take you back to the past. Because if you are in Christ, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, it says that you can now become the righteousness of God. You are now the righteousness of God. That doesn't say you are now a sinner who will continue to be a sinner. No, the Bible says that you are the righteousness of God. Jesus died on the cross so that you can become his righteousness, so that you can become a part of him on this earth, so that you can represent him on this earth. If what Jesus did on the cross for us has no value, has no meaning, then yeah, you are a sinner and so am I. But that is not the case. When Jesus died on the cross, his blood was spilled on the cross. When Jesus rose on the third day, nothing could stop that power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing could stop it. Nothing in this world could stop it. So because of that power and because of the blood of Jesus Christ, we are now the righteousness of God. And this is a benefit that we have through Jesus. This is something that people could not obtain before. But now that anyone who is in Christ, the first verse that I read, anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So if you are in Christ, you have a new life. You have a second opportunity to essentially start all over. A clean slate. God forgets your past. God forgets those things that you did before. You are a new creation and you have a purpose. God has placed you on this earth for a purpose. God has, he has put breath in your lungs for a purpose. A lot of people say, well, I don't know what my purpose is. And guess what? The fourth, the fourth point is that God calls you purposed. God has given you a purpose. And your purpose on this earth is to show people the light. Your purpose on this earth is to represent the light in the world. Represent the light. Bring the light to the world and bring the salt. That's what the Bible says we are. It says you are now the light of the world and the salt of the world. This will sometimes mean that you will have to be secluded. This will mean that sometimes people are going to make fun of you. Because you choose to serve God over going out to the bars, going out to the clubs, which by the way, those things are pointless and they bring no benefit to you. The only thing in this life that brings a benefit to you is serving God and living under his will. So who cares what people say 
Who cares what people outside in the world say? Because I promise you one day, they're going to look at us and say, man, I wish I could relive those years. Those years that I was just wasting my time. All of the, I, ju- I could just imagine those things I could have done, different things I could have done, but I was wasting my time. So if you are listening to this podcast today and you feel like, man, you don't know what to do because you're making sacrifices and people are like, what are you doing? Like, I want to encourage you and tell you that you have chosen the right thing because you have chosen God over anything else. And that is what you are called to do. So I congratulate you. I encourage you. And I encourage you to keep on running the race that God has given you. Who cares what people think? Who cares what people call you? It doesn't matter. What matters is what God thinks of of you, what God calls you. And God calls you his child. God calls you his son, his daughter. And God wants you to represent him in everything that you do. That is what we are called to do. So if you say, well, I don't know what my purpose is, that is your purpose, to represent God in everything that you do. God wants to use each and every one of us, but he cannot use us if we are like the world. You cannot expect to change the world and be like the world. You have to be different. And that is where we can be different. We can bring God's love, God's power to this world who desperately needs it. We cannot expect to change the world and be just like the world. We have to be different. We have to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. We have to walk in God's guidance so that He can use us. Because there's a lot of good people in this world, but they're not filled with the Holy Spirit. And they have nothing to do with God. They want nothing to do with God. They're just moral people. And those people will not change anything. Yeah, they'll, they'll do good deeds. But the only thing that truly transform a person is the love of God and is the Holy Spirit that enters them once they receive Christ. That is the only thing that can change the world is the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 2.21, it says, If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. So that is the key. We have to keep ourselves pure. We have to keep ourselves away from those things of the world. We have to make sure that God is able to use us. And if we are clean, if we are pure, if we, if we live a holy life, then the Bible says that we are ready for the master to use us for every good work. So if you do that, if you keep yourself pure, if you walk in the guidance of God, that is your purpose. God will literally give you your purpose. He will use you for every good work. So if you keep yourself set apart God will use you if you keep yourself consecrated God will use you because you were called to be used by God you were called to be used by God but it comes with a price if you really want to be used by God if you want to make a difference in this world it doesn't come free it comes with a price it comes with a price of separation leaving everything from the world behind and choosing God Exodus chapter 9 verse 16 it says But I have spared you. I have raised you for a purpose to show you my power and to spread my fame, to spread my name throughout the earth. That is Exodus chapter 9, verse 16. You have been appointed for a time such as this to impact our generation. So if you have breath in your lungs today, it is because it is because God 
wants to do wants to use you and it is because God has a plan for your life you were created to bring the light into the darkness you were created to represent God in everything that you do what God calls you is your true identity no one else's opinion matters because that's that's just what it is it's an opinion the only things that we should believe in this world are the facts that God calls us God calls you free So today you were I want I want you to remember that you are free. You were free from the penalty of sin. You were free to live for God and you were blessed. God wants to bless you. If you do what the Bible says, you will be blessed. The third thing, you are an heir. You are a joint heir in Christ so that you can now inherit the kingdom of of God, the eternal blessings that God has for us. And the last point is you're purposed. God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for your life. And if you are in Christ, you are a new creation and you are able to walk in that purpose. And if you are not in Christ, if you are listening to this podcast and you say, "Man, I've you know, I've honestly haven't walked in the will of God." Or I can say that I'm honestly not walking in the will of God or I haven't you know had a a true genuine relationship with God in a while i want you to know that right now you have the opportunity to become a new creation perhaps you've been listening to this broadcast and say man all those things sound nice but i feel like i am separated from god i have good news for you god loves you god has a plan for your life and god wants to change your life He wants to fill you with his love. He wants to fill you with his power so that you can also be free, so that you can also be called blessed, so that you can also be an heir, a co-heir, a joint heir with Christ, and so that you can also have a purpose. The Bible says that Jesus tarries, that Jesus waits to come back for the church because he doesn't want anyone to perish. He wants everyone to receive him so that they can receive eternal life. So if you were listening to this broadcast and you know you're not living in your true true identity, you're not living in those things that God calls you. I want you to know that this is your opportunity to receive Jesus Christ in your heart. So just repeat this simple prayer after me. Say, "Lord Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice on the cross." I accept you into my heart. I confess that I am a sinner. Wash me in your blood. I believe that you died on the cross for me, and I believe that you rose again on the third day. I pray that and I ask that you fill me with your spirit so that I may be able to walk in the identity that you have for me. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life, and it is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. So if you prayed that prayer, I congratulate you and I welcome you and you know, you can now walk in the identity that God has for you because we all have a new identity in Christ. We are all new creations in Christ. Doesn't matter what the world tries to call you. It doesn't matter what your old friends try to call you. You are a new creation in Christ and I encourage you, if you're already a Christian, I encourage you to keep on running the race that God has for you. And if you just recently gave your life to the Lord, I congratulate you and I encourage you to do not turn back. 
but live a life that will honor God and obey God because the Bible says that obedience is the highest form of honor. So obey God and walk in your new identity because you are a new creation in Christ. Don't ever forget that and don't let anyone ever take that away from you because it doesn't matter what people say, but what matters is who God says that you are. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Take care. God bless. This is Running to Win.